I'm Liz Hinkle at TIA National Headquarters, and we're pleased to welcome you to the Transportation Intermediaries Association's TIA Delivers podcast. TIA, the trusted voice for third-party logistics companies of all sizes. Thank you in advance for joining. In this episode of TIA Delivers podcast, we sit down with Brianna Honeycutt, Vice President of Sales at NextStep to discuss the products and services that a PEO, professional employer organization, offers and the evolution of employee and employer relationships in 2020. And thanks to our podcast sponsor, the TIA Foundation, influencing 3PL growth and profitability for over 40 years. Please visit www.tianet.org if you'd like to learn more about how TIA and TIA membership can help your business grow and become more profitable. Let's go ahead and get started. Hi, Brianna. How are you doing today? doing well Liz how are you I'm good great Alrighty. so if you're ready let's go ahead and get started um so next step is a prime example of a professional employer organization or PEO that strives to put people first could you talk about some of the benefits and resources that small business employers can gain from a PEO yeah absolutely so there's some there's some kind of key takeaways that we always want to make sure that our salespeople, our business consultants are talking about with prospective clients and that's going to be some things like large group buying power the way that we pool um, all of our clients into health programs and retirement programs and and all the things that a small business either would not be able to get access to or would not be able to get access to in a costly manner it's kind of a no-brainer You've got um, the idea that managing what we call kind of inside baseball, transactional HR, all the things that you have to do as an employer to stay running as an employer, but it never drives revenue, it never drives the bottom line, it's frankly not that fun. Um, PEOs like us manage that piece, um, let people focus on on driving revenue, um, and then the peace of mind knowing that you've got a vested partner who is really, really good at being an employer and went into business to be an employer, all those things are kind of, uh, things that exist in and outside of pandemics and just normal life. One of the things that, that we've been talking about quite a bit that we see in terms of, I think, unique value adds or just making the, the value really, really transparent uh, in times like COVID is what I would probably call relatability. Um, we're, we're a business that's not giant. Uh, we've got a national presence, but we're not publicly traded. So there's some relatability there that we're hearing from our clients um, during times like these of uncertainty is, not only what can I do as an employer or what must I do, but what should I do? You know, what's the best way I can take care of my employees and, and how do I make sure that they feel valued? Because I know that that's my, my most important asset. So some of those, what we call employer of choice initiatives, things to separate you from the herd and separate you from your peer as a small business and also some of the large employers, we feel like Next Step is a little bit uniquely positioned to help with that. Um, there's a lot of moving parts to, to hiring top talent and then keeping them around, certainly. Interesting, interesting. Um, so it definitely sounds like it's more of a one-on-one feel than a big corporation feel. It is. I mean, I, I think of it as a little boutique nature. When you talk about things like payroll and HR and, and managing health plans and benefits, all those are transactional in nature until it's my money and my family's insurance. And um, I think you you want to have somebody who who clearly wants to help you and truly wants to help you at, at the time that you need help there. So it's a pretty intimate relationship. Right, right. Um, in the October issue of the 3PL Perspectives magazine, your colleague Beth Dean wrote an article on business continuity in light of COVID-19. Dean stressed the importance of communication between employee and employer. Highlighting that relationship, what can you see as a big takeaway from how employee and employer relationships have evolved in 2020? 
Man, so much, really, if you think about it. So much has changed in such a short amount of time. I think that the name of the game has been flexibility. Um, most companies, or I'll speak for us, though I don't think our situation is unique, we had to immediately and dramatically change the way that we did business. Um, we had to uh, evolve quickly into leveraging, you know, video technology and a remote workforce in a way that we had done a little bit. And we, fortunately for us, we were already positioned to, in a lot of companies, I think, positioned to have those functionalities, but not really leveraging them in full. And so it's it's communicating with employees and being flexible. And, and I believe also, uh, especially in those, those first couple days, um, there's a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty that always breeds fear of, are right. we gonna get through this? How do we get through this? And I think, you know, one thing that I've seen in, in our company, and again, I don't believe it's unique, is the the value that employees represent to a company is unfathomable. Um, we we fully depended on our employees to continue to show up at home amongst personal stresses beyond just the professional ones. You've got your kids at home, you're trying to be a teacher, you're stuck in a house, you're not being social. All the mental health stresses that all of us went under we, we were totally beholden to our employees to show up for us, and they, they fully did, and I think the American workforce did that, and I think it's, it's, it's been transformative. There's a, a lot of challenges that have come from COVID, clearly, but I think there's a lot of really, really good things that, that we need to hold on to, and, and we'll continue to transform the workforce. But if I had to sum it up, I would say communication and flexibility. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense. I mean, especially at, at TIA, we've, we've figured out now, um, yeah. but there were definitely some hurdles to jump through um, in the beginning when everybody went remote. Um, so it's it's been really interesting to watch how, uh, honestly, all industries and in, across the country, how everything has transformed into pretty much working from home and, and still everything getting done. It's, fast. it's really fascinating, actually. You're right. Mm-hmm. Um, In the last quarter, growth and retention have been huge discussion points for many companies looking to expand in 2021. Um, Do you have any advice that you can give to employers looking to broaden their scope in the market? It's a really good question. I I think it's a little bit of what we just touched on, um, you know, flexibility and communication with the employees. That's that's the biggest asset to keep, um, keep close to you with growth. And then I think Again, some of the ways that the COVID benefited us um, as a as a country is we were forced to look at the way that we were doing things, do them differently, and for us, it certainly caused some um, efficiency gains we never would have we never would have realized because things were kind of working, you know, things were, were moving along. Mm-hmm. And some examples of that would be again video technology within our sales force. Our 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 day-to-day, our old normal versus new normal was to drive out to meetings and have meetings in person, um, which there's nothing wrong with that. There's something to be said with that. But what we've realized through leveraging video conferencing and some of our presentations is we can do so much more in a less amount of time. The efficiencies gained is tremendous. So I think if, if companies can be disciplined to continue to find ways to do business differently or better uh, via technology or again, flexibility with employees to get that top talent. I think that the expectation of the American employee is going to be very, very different when and if things flex back to normal. Um, I think companies that will continue to be um, disciplined and diligent on innovating um, is going to be critical. And then I think in terms of retention, 
I think just continuing to be really, really honest and check in with your clients more than you ever have. I mean, there's regardless of people that have or regardless of the financial impact of COVID, the uncertainty impact is real. And I think everybody's everybody's a little uncertain. And so I think we've companies like us have made a real effort to check in, provide resources, provide support. Um, because I think most people just just want to partner right now. So I'm going to give them a little bit of certainty in, in what is otherwise just a very nebulous time. Right, right. A sense of normalcy within the chaos. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right. And then lastly, coming from a background in sales, what do you feel is the best method to establish and cultivate the relationship with clients? Um, that also is a great question. Um, you know, I think it's be the old adage, which I don't even know the source of this, but be early and be often. Um, we want our salespeople to be, you know, continuing to follow up with people. We, we take all of our no's as not right now's. And I think we, we hire people in general around here who believe in some of those stuff we talked about in the beginning, that the value adds that we have. Um, with with small businesses, we know that if they partner with us, they're going to grow seven to nine percent faster. Their turnover is going to be ten to fourteen percent lower, and they're fifty percent less likely to go out of business. Those are those are stats given to us by our trade organization that I think really buoys the idea that we're doing things right. And so I think, regardless of your tenure to Salesforce, you have to you have to have a deep intrinsic belief that what you're doing is helpful. That's the thing that's going to you know, help you weather the million no's you have to get to one yes, but you have to continue to be there to get the yes. So you've, you've got to be consistent with people. Um, we talked about relatability. And then I think, you know, establishing and cultivating relationships. When we look at the, the people that we try to hire in our candidate profile, there's some tactical things that we, we're looking for. One of the intangibles, which is frankly, it's difficult to hire for, but you know very quickly whether it's there or not once you've hired somebody is a servant's heart. Um, again, going back to the services that we provide, we, we service the small to medium sized industry in, in America and we impact not only the business, but the employees and their families. I mean, that there's truly an impact there and the people that seem to get it the most and the people that in, in turn make the most money and are most successful for us are the ones that really, really want to help. They're motivated by money, clearly that's kind of a sales thing, they're competitive, <laughs> but at heart they truly, truly want to help. Um, and I think that when you when you believe in what you're doing and you have that desire to help, people see that. People right. understand that on the other side of the table. And yeah, we're here to sell you and we're here to take you through a process, we're here to do all those things. But if my belief is I'm doing this because it's going to be good for you, that really, really translates. And, and that's a tough one to train on, frankly, but um, yeah. we believe pretty firmly on it. Yeah. No, it's, it's all about that investment and what, they're, what you're willing to put in um, to get that back. Exactly. Um, alrighty. And then since Next Up is a part of our TIA Member Advantage program, um, and TIA members are offered different benefits um, with that, is there anything you wanted to touch on as far as Next Up that we haven't? Yeah, I, I would say, and, and you know, we're, we're very grateful and, and feel like you guys are family at TIA, obviously, but there's a, you know, a real um, synergy in, in what you're doing and how we can help. I would just say going back to, I don't remember which question it was, one of the ones that you asked, um, it, everybody's trying to do more with less right now. 
mm-hmm. and trying to do business differently. And you know, we touched upon our model fairly briefly, uh, but if you go back to just what PEO stands for, it's Professional Employer Organization. Nobody started a business to be an employer. I think I can say that with a lot of confidence. We did, companies like us did. So we're, we're definitely a unique way to do business. Uh, we may be a fit. We may not be for, for a business for any number of reasons, but our big ask and our big um, push is if you're evaluating all the ways that you're doing things today, take a look at us, take a look at a company like us, because um, it may be a tremendous help. And again, those stats, those 50% less likely to go out of business, all those stats are, are amongst all small businesses that are engaged with a PEO in America, and there's millions and millions and millions. So mm-hmm. I would just say, um, you know, take a look, evaluate how you're doing things today, see if there's a better way. Because you'll never know unless you look. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And I guarantee you, we've got a number of sales folks who are just panting right now, ready to help out. So we yep. can we can handle it. <laughs> all right. Well, Brianna, I just want to say thank you so much for doing this with us today. Um, thank you for all the insight and everything you had to offer. And I encourage our listeners to go check out Next Step on our TIA website. Thank you, Liz. Have a good one. You too. Thanks again to Brianna Honeycutt for joining us today, and we appreciate her insight into PEOs and the employee-employer relationship. And thanks again to our podcast sponsor, the TIA Foundation, influencing 3PL growth and profitability for over 40 years. Please visit www.tianet.org if you'd like to learn more about how TIA and TIA membership can help your business grow and become more profitable.